Welcome to our very first episode of our podcast, the CNM Hotline. Me and my other host, Matt, others also known as Matty Ice, talk about a couple matchups coming up this weekend. I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you guys stick around to watch the next episode, which we'll be doing on Wednesday. Enjoy. All right, bet, bet, bet. Go in that order. So Raiders Falcons, that's an interesting game. No cap. That'll um, be a high-scoring affair. Yeah, both their defenses are 100% lackluster. Yeah, especially the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons have been struggling on defense Derek all year. His best year ever. Honestly. Yeah, Derek Carr had a big win against the, the Chiefs, which, you know, yeah, he's been wow. playing at an elite level. And even this, past, been... even this past week against the Chiefs, he, was, he yeah, played a he really good game. Play. He had, like, one pick, but it was literally, like, at the last second, so, like, I wouldn't even, like, exactly put it against him. But the Falcons, ever since they fired Dan Quinn, they've been more competitive, at least, you know? Yeah. Like, they weren't – they're not blowing leads. They're not getting blown out. Well, kind of – they kind of did by the Saints, but it wasn't that bad. Honestly, but, um, Matty – or, um, what's his face? Matt Ryan has not been having a good year. Honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his last year in Atlanta. Yeah, he has he has an amazing receiving core, and he just hasn't been producing at all, as good as he should. Yeah, he his elite days, his MVP days are behind him. Exactly. Ever since twenty eight to three. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs has just been a monster this year. Yeah, he's been well. He's been good. It's just like he's very inconsistent. Like yes. whenever he yeah. whenever he does good, the Raiders win, and whenever he doesn't, they lose. That's pretty much how his season has been. But he's he's averaging under four carry, under four per carry, which isn't the best. But he does have nine touchdowns. Exactly. But this game could definitely get him back above four. He's at one hundred ninety nine carries for seven hundred fifty five, so he's like barely under four. Yeah, I think I don't think the Falcons' defense will be able to contain the the Raiders' offense, and I just think. Their car will just torch up that defense. Yeah, honestly, it's whoever's whoever's offense scores more points. Well, I mean, obviously, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, because the defense is not going to do much. It's going to be a shootout. It's definitely going to be an offensive battle. Yeah, but uh, my take is the Raiders. I think yeah. Josh Jacobs will be able to get going. They won't even have to pass the ball that much. Yeah, and I agree. if they and if Josh Jacobs doesn't get going, they load the box. Then those corners will definitely lose one on one. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with the Raiders here. If I were to give a score prediction, I'm I'm going to say – I would say 31 to 24. Yeah, I'd say somewhere around those lines. I wouldn't be surprised if both teams put up more than 30, though. Yeah, I just – it really depends on if Matt Ryan is going to have a good game because if he ends up having yeah. a good game, it's going to be much closer. Because Todd Gurley's not the same running back he was pre-injuries. He's not playing either. He's not? He's not playing. He's out for that game. Yeah, so I definitely definitely think I have to rely on Matt Ryan a lot. Yeah. I don't even know who their backup is. I think it's like Brian Hill or something. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. So, you know, I'm going with Raiders. Same. I definitely think the Raiders are more a complete team. Yeah, honestly, if they just got to have a good defensive draft next year, they could make a run for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. They have the offense right now, and, like, everyone's pretty young. Yeah, they – I mean, the oldest player on the offense is literally, like, Derek Carr, and he's not even old. Yeah, they, they have a young receiving core, and they even have a lot of young Pretty young O-line. Yeah, their corners are young. They just need, like, linebacker help. I mean, they got Corey Littleton, so he definitely help, but he can't do it all, you know? Yeah. And they don't really have a pass rush either, other than, like, Max Crosby. Yeah, their pass but rush is not that good. Like, Cleveland Furrell is kind of – He's been all. He's not been good ever since he's been drafted, and I think it was twenty nineteen. The only problem is, is, is they're not going to get a very high draft pick just because how good they're doing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I still think they'll win this football game, though. Honestly, I, I, I don't. I mainly see the Raiders winning in this case. Okay, next game: Chargers Bills. This is going to be a good game. Man, the Chargers, man. At the beginning of the year, you know, they barely won against the Bengals, but then Justin Herbert comes in and almost upsets the Chiefs. And you're thinking, damn, maybe the Chargers won't be bad this year. And then the next week, I forget who they faced. Um, fuck, who was it again? 
Hold on, let me check real quick. But it was week three. The Chargers faced they faced mm-hmm. the Panthers. They should have won that, but Austin Eckler kind of fucked them. But then the next week, they they faced the Buccaneers, highly competitive game. Like they've been, comp- they were competitive in the beginning, and they looked like they could be a good team, you know, because like they're losing, but they're losing the good teams and not by a lot. But then it, they just kind of fell off, and now they're three and seven. The problem with Justin Herbert is he struggles to close out games. Like he'll make a, he'll yeah. like keep the game close. But like when he needs to close the game out, it, he always he always has a good first half. Yeah, and he struggles to like end the game, you know. And that defense, even though it's loaded with talent, does not show up. Yeah, they definitely they 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 got a they have a good young core in that defense. Yeah, the only yeah they have probably like one of the best corner um like whatever it's called some of the best corners in the league they have. Chris Harris, even though he's pretty old, they got uh, – no, they traded Desmond King. They got Casey Hayward. You know, they're pretty good back there. And then they would have Jaron James if he could stay healthy, but he's yeah. missing the whole season. Uh-huh. And they definitely have felt that. And then they also have a very good pass rush. Pass rush. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't speak. But uh, offensively, it's just not enough. Offensively, they're getting Austin Eckler back this week. Yeah, he's getting off IR. Thank God for my fantasy team. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, uh, yeah, he he's coming back. He will definitely be a big part. They really like, but even when he was on the field, I feel like they just didn't use him enough. Like especially against the Panthers. I definitely, hopefully, we'll see more of him. Definitely in the passing game, especially with um, yeah, Justin Herbert back there. I definitely he's hope, like a top five receiving back. Yeah, I definitely hope they will will utilize him a little more. Yeah, the only backs I would say are above him. Maybe McCaffrey, definitely. Kamara, definitely. I'd say Kamara is probably the best in the league, honestly. Oh, yeah, he's 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 really good. He's and one of the best receiving backs in the league. I would say he's a better receiving back than Dalvin Cook. Oh, definitely, I agree. Yeah, because Dalvin Cook, he's a, he's a pretty good receiving back, but he's like he's just like above average, I would say. But Austin Eckler is like – he could line up a wide receiver just fine, honestly, if he was taller. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But for the Bills, that offense is loaded. The whole team in general is just loaded, but they just can't finish games. And I think that a big part of that is the coaching. Yeah, I think I think these teams uh, match up pretty evenly. You know, they both have very solid defenses. Their offenses are very yeah. good. They both have pretty good wide receiving core. I think the biggest difference is quarterback play. Like I definitely think Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Justin yeah. Herbert, and he's definitely he's kinda... been playing at an elite level this year. Yeah, he's kind of cooled down ever since the first – like, ever since the Titans game, he's kind of cooled down a bit from, like, his MVP numbers. I mean, he's still in the race, but, like, not really that much. Yeah. You know, I think – stats on the season are still very good. He does have some big wins, though. Like, yeah, that blowout win against – um Yeah, the Seahawks. The Seahawks, that was a good win for him. I definitely think he's, a, he's way more experienced than Herbert, and that definitely helps in these big games. But like overall, I think these teams are match up very well. Yeah. But I'm personally gonna go with the Bills because I definitely yeah, feel too. like overall their team's more experienced, and I think quarterback play is what's really gonna be the decider for this game. I don't think that the Chargers have a reason to even try to win this game. They might as well just try to get a better draft pick because their playoff chances, unless they could win out, or and the Raiders like lose out, their playoff chances are just not possible. And they're better off just losing for the better of the team for the future. And then coming back next year, drafting a stud, probably linebacker. I mean, I don't know. They got Kenneth Murray last year, but I don't know if that's enough. Hey, what else do you think they should add to the team? I mean, they're stacked at receiver. They don't need anything there. Yeah. Their O-line has been good, but injured. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh. They have their QB of the future. They're in a good spot. They just need to capitalize on it. I would say maybe defensive back because I don't I don't know how long they signed Chris Harris Jr., but I don't know how long they'd want to keep him either. He's getting up there in age. I would definitely say either that or get more of like a power back, you know, because Austin Eckler is not like one of those yeah. like third down running backs when you need a yard, just hand it off and yeah, give it to get, him. Try to get someone big. I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to like people in college, but I'm sure that they could find a quality like – big running back in the second round or I mean I don't know if I would spend a first round pick on a running back ever but 
Definitely in the second round. I think this game will go to the char- – uh, no, the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have this one, but I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, me too. I think that they'll be competitive in the first half, and then they'll probably dial down in the second half and end up losing by, like, a touchdown or two. Exactly. Because most of their games have ended in one-score losses. Yeah. So I wouldn't I, be surprised if that same trend kept happening. Yeah, I just think it's – at the end of the day, it's just a offensively they struggle to close out, and that could just be on the coaching. Yeah, I think – after this year, they're they're set up for the future very nice with a nice, pretty young team. I mean, it's a mix of young young and veteran players. So they are definitely set up for the future. They have their QB. They are stacked in talent. They just need to get a coach who could capitalize on that talent. And they just need to fix up that defense a little bit. The offense has been fine. They just need to finish games. And I think that a change of coaching will help that a lot. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next game. Giants, Bengals. Oh man, <laughs> I I feel so bad for Joe Burrow. Yeah, dude, he that was a bad injury for him, especially when he was having a he was having a pretty good year, yeah, considering he having, what he was given. Yeah, I mean, he was given a pretty high powered offense. It's just the only thing is the offensive line was literal dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> probably the worst. Average. Probably the worst in the league. He like I like I watch games. He averages maybe less than two seconds in the pocket. Like, they're yeah. forced to run that spread offense, like a lot of, like, five out, you know, quick slants, quick outs, just so he can get the ball out of his hand. And that's because you can't rely on your own line to take a lot of deep shots. And you see that a lot on his – um, see that a lot during the offense. On the offense, you see a lot of uh, shotgun people spread out so he doesn't have to worry about the line as much. Yeah, it's just – that's putting put getting put in that situation was just not a good idea for the Bengals. They should have really had him sit a year. I mean, they didn't really have a veteran because Andy Dalton. I mean, did they trade him or did he get signed in free agency? I'm not sure. Do you remember? I'm pretty sure he got signed in free agency, but I'm not positive. They didn't really have a veteran to sit to sit him behind, other than like Ryan Finney, I guess. But like you know, I don't know about that one. But if they had Plus, Andy Dalton for another year, that would have been nice. Plus, their defense doesn't really help them out at oh, all. Yeah, their defense is very bad. I mean, they their D line wasn't terrible, but they traded away um, Geno Atkins, who's been who's been a who's been balling out on the Seahawks. So mm-hmm. that just uh, shows Carlos Dunlap, not Geno Atkins. That's what I meant. <laughs> I meant that. But like they had a they actually had a pretty decent D line, and then they traded away Carlos Dunlap. Which you know was a savior for my fantasy team because he started going off on the Seahawks. Yeah, he is making a big impact on that Seahawks team. So that just honestly, that just shows poor coaching on the defensive side because someone with that caliber or uh, talent can play to that caliber, but won't do it on your team. Just shows that's pretty bad coaching. Yeah. So Joe Burrow in ten games was sacked thirty-two times. That is like more than you want your QB to be sacked even in a whole season. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That is just tough. But at least he'll be back next year. Hopefully they draft a lineman. And if they don't, then God rest his soul. That's what I – that's what um, that was something I was happy when the Browns did. Uh, tenth overall, they drafted um, Jarek Willis. I thought that was a great pick because we, yeah. we don't need wide receivers. We don't need running backs. We yep. need an O-line. It is filled with talent. You just – that team is filled with talent. They just needed Baker to produce. And without an O-line, that could block – he struggled hard, and you could just yeah. tell. And that's what Joe Burrow needs. Joe Burrow needs a line so I mean, he can start. He was still having playing more time to read. He's still playing very good without the line, but and now just like the thought of him with a very good offensive line is kind of scary. And T. Higgins has been playing has been playing yeah, great he, too. Like for a, for a second round pick instead, not even a first round pick, he is balling out. Probably, I would honestly put him like top three, top four for rookies. I agree. And they have a good wide receiver core. They have Tyler yeah, Boyd, Tyler Boyd playing been, amazing. He's been he's very underrated. Like I'm looking at stats, sixty nine receptions, seven hundred ten yards and three touchdowns on the year. He's definitely gonna hit a thousand ex- yards. He's extremely consistent. That's the thing about him. Yeah. Like he's really consistent. And AJ Green, you know, he's not as good as he was, but he's still a threat. Like no matter what, he's still yeah. a threat. He just he's just been injury prone for the last few years and he needs to think about retiring soon or just Getting a change of scenery and getting like a, you know, a maybe lesser the, role. Maybe the Bengals, 
Maybe the Bengals trade him for some value. They yeah, can always do that. Yeah, trading him. I don't. I mean, I don't know what they could get for him though. Maybe a late round pick. I don't know what teams would like. Unless if they they should have really shopped him at the trade deadline, in my opinion, because they could have gone a like from like the Packers or the Patriots who are in desperate need of wide receiver help. They could have gotten like a like a mid round pick, maybe maybe like a second, probably not, but you know, you never know. For the Giants, I think overall, like their defense is actually they're, yeah, their playing. defense is very underrated. Yeah, you got Jabril Peppers who's been who's been doing very James solid. Bradbury has been playing like the best corner in the league. He really without anybody been. noticing. Honestly, their secondary is the most underrated. Yeah, they got Logan Ryan back there. They got James Bradbury. They got um. I'm trying to think of their other corner's name, but I can't off the top of my head. Their safety play has, has been playing pretty good, too. And D-line, I think, is they struggle pretty hard. Yeah, that is the weak point. If you, watch, if you watch a lot of games, they struggle to get pass rush, and they struggle to stop their run. And that happens. Like, I remember watching games where, like, they would just run the ball on them, and they literally could not stop it. And when you give the quarterback way too much time, like, when – they faced Tampa on that Thursday night game. Tom Brady had all the time in the world to throw, yeah. and that's why he did so good. But, like, I mean, they are set up decently for the future. I just don't know. The only thing is I don't know if Daniel Jones is the future. Right now, I'm pretty sure he has, like, eight touchdowns and nine picks, and that's not – and he has, like – he, like, leads or is, like, in the top three of fumbles. Yeah, I'll, I'll check. Like, it's I'm bad. checking it right now. See Daniel Jones, he is two thousand one hundred twenty-two yards, eight touchdowns, and nine picks. Fumbles. Um, I don't know if I can see that here, but either way, he's throwing more touchdowns than picks. More interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, so like that is not a good sign. I mean, he he was one of the better looking rookie QBs last year, but clearly that didn't carry over. And another problem, another problem I would say is their offensive line is not as good as they should be because they spent a couple early early round draft picks on some linemen, and they have uh, they have young linemen. Yeah. But overall, like if you look at their linemen, they should be good. They were the first team to pick a lineman in this recent draft, and they went with Andrew Thomas, and they are probably regretting that now with how good Mekhi Becton has been playing, Tristan Wirfs, the guy on the Browns, Jedrick Wills. They've all been playing just far better than how Andrew Thomas has been. I mean, they still have Kevin uh, Seidler. He's all right. Another an- another big loss for them was Saquon at the uh, beginning yeah, of this yeah. year. That was – I definitely lowered their run game a lot. Yeah, they tried to which, you they know, tried to sign Devontae Freeman. He's just way past his prime. They got Wayne Goleman now that Devontae Freeman's injured, and he's he's playing pretty well. He's getting touchdowns every game, and he's averaging. Uh, let's see right here. He's averaging exactly four per carry. So, you know, he's been playing serviceable. Five touchdowns, two hundred seventy-five yards, and how many games has it been? Not that much. That's all I know. But I think the thing though with Saquon, which uh, what made people think highly of Daniel Jones, is when you have a good run game, your pass game becomes way easier. Yeah, but, exactly, because the box is not going to be loaded as much against Wayne Goldman as much as it would against exactly. Saquon, you know. But and another problem with uh, Saquon also Daniel Jones, was a, a nice receiving back. Yeah, that helped out a lot like, too. He's definitely one of those backs you can throw to, and he'll and he'll create for yeah, you. Yeah, like he's just he's one of the best running backs in the open field, like more like more so than some other people. Another thing I would say about <clears throat> Daniel Jones is. He may he he has a problem with like looking and at a receiver running too tripping. long. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually he's actually pretty fast. Like he actually yeah, is a he's, good running. He's leading back. out of the Bengals and Giants. He's leading them in rushing yards. Well, don't make. He's actually a playing, good running so. back. He's actually a good running quarterback. His problem is is he makes poor reads a lot and tends to stare at one side of the field too much. And that's what causes a lot of picks because he'll sometimes yeah. he'll just throw to one receiver or look at one receiver and throw into double coverage, and that's what causes a lot of picks for him. Yeah, I just think he is just not the guy. That's what I'm getting out of it. He just doesn't have the football IQ to be the guy. I mean, it. I guess it. He has the skills to be a guy to be the guy of the future, but like whether or not he'll actually develop, I would. I mean, 
I would say they should probably give him another year, try to help him develop. They just got a new head coach, so, like, there could be some growing pains there. I mean, and the new head coach has actually been doing pretty well out of New England, uh, Joe Judge. I think he was their special teams coordinator. He's actually been doing pretty decent. Like, you could just tell that they're a lot better this year than they were last year already. And... I don't know. I think that if I mean, and they the sad part is they still have a chance to make the playoffs at three and seven. <laughs> like I would say that they have the biggest chance out of everyone in the NFC East because the Eagles. I mean, they they were looking bad in the beginning, and then they kind of brought it back in the middle of the season, beating the Niners, close game with the Ravens, you know, and then they're kind of back to the beginning of the year where they're just on a losing streak, and not even the good, I not mean- even the good teams. I think about any like young quarterback, you got to give them a couple years to develop. Yeah, because not every some, quarterback. Some people like... give up too quickly. And that's the thing about like him. I would give him at least two more years before you finally decide. Like let let his rookie contract run up, and then you start thinking about all right, do we want to keep him or should we go into free agency and maybe try to find uh, a new quarterback? Yeah, the only thing that I would think they would do is maybe not get a first round quarterback. They could try to like if Kyle Trask is available in the second round, maybe pick him up. And because yeah. he, you won't have to pay him much as a second round pick, rather than a first round pick. But so say yeah. he's there if you need him. But Daniel Jones will still be the guy until proven otherwise. But I mean, other than the cube, the off like their QB situation, they're pretty, they're pretty good everywhere else. I mean, they have a good receiving core. I mean, they really the only thing they lack is that really number one guy, because Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, they haven't really been that guy. You see. Yeah, 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 and then they have a pretty good tight end, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, he's, the, he's not, he's 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 above average. He hasn't been playing bad. He hasn't been playing bad. I think he's better than I think most this game. Ends. I think this game, I'm gonna have to give it to the Giants because the only reason why Bengals were even winning games was because of yeah, Joe Burrow. It's not their, I mean, they have a their defense has a little bit of talent, just not much. Yeah, so honestly, I think. Their offense was the main reason of keeping them in games to even begin I with. I think Morales will be so doing was, it as well. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think I don't see the Bengals winning this yeah, game. I think the well. Giants are more a complete team right now. I think their defense is definitely better. I think that their stacked secondary against Ryan Finley is not a good combination for the Bengals. And I think that uh, with that O line, even their terrible pass rush will be able to develop some pressure. So I think I think I definitely will expect to see a couple of picks this game. Oh, yeah, I expect. I'm not to give it. <laughs> I'm not to give it to the Giants, but I also don't see it see this being a very high scoring game yeah. either. I think that I don't know. Yeah, I mean the Bengals defense isn't good, but neither is the offense. Neither is the Giants offense, and just, I think it'll just kind of offset to a lot of third downs not being uh, whatever the word is. Tell you what, this will not be the most exciting. Yeah, I know. I don't want to watch Sunday. this one, but maybe Jesse Bates will have a day. I don't know. He's been he's been low key playing as like the best safety in the league lately. He has been playing pretty. He's good. like the only good thing about so their I'd, secondary. I'll probably I'm gonna guess there's gonna be a lot of turnovers yeah, this game. Whether it's fumbles, and a lot of three and outs. I'm pretty sure they don't have Joe Mixon either. So Bernard. Yeah, no, Joe Mixon's better. Yeah, I think he's on IR. Bernard's not a yeah, bad. He's a good, back. He's just he's a good, good receiving back, back. Okay, well, yeah. So I agree. Giants definitely. Okay, next game: Titans, Colts. This is this actually going to be yeah, a good this game. This is going to be an interesting game. I feel like Philip Rivers has actually yeah, been picking up the game a little bit. Week, like he just gets better with every week. And that defense, and... top three in the league, definitely. Oh yeah, I would still say the Steelers are better, and, and then it's between them and the Bucks for the number two spot. Yeah, the but thing about the Bucks is we'll talk about them later, but their defense is extremely yeah. good. But like that's but so is the Colts. Like almost all the players on on here are like second year players, third year players. Other than like DeForest Buckner, um, Grover Stewart, they're older, but like they also have Justin Houston. They have like a good mix of uh-huh. young people and veterans. That's just. Which is something you definitely need for a team yeah. like that. You want the veterans to start teaching. They got guns. Darius Leonard, definitely one of the better linebackers in the league. Probably top He's, two, top three. I would say Fred Warner's the best. Well, interior linebackers, not outside linebackers. Well, I mean, he is. He plays yeah, outside linebacker, but like he's not a pass rusher that much, really. He's a. He's like a do it all. Like he makes. 
he makes amazing open field yeah. tackles. Like sprinting down the sideline, he makes a great tackle. He's pretty fast for a linebacker, and he makes he makes smart decisions. And that's something that you need for a linebacker. Yeah. Something that can blow up a play and someone who can make a smart decision. And, like, and then that that linebacker, uh, the whole, um, like they're pretty, they're just good at linebacker. They got Anthony Walker as well. He's he's a good uh, second linebacker. You got they got Bobby Okariki. I think that's how you say it. He's pretty good. <laughs> but this team is just stacked everywhere on defense. They have good pass rush. They have a good um, like you could feel the impact that the Forest Buckner made. They have very good corners. Oh, yeah. Kenny Moore has been very good. Xavier Rowe just reviving his career there. Rocky Sin has been doing good for how young he is. And then Justin Blackman, definitely a candidate for Rookie of the Year, or Defensive Rookie of the Year, I mean. Yeah. He's been playing very good. Um, some things that you, like, find with corners who, like, played good on a team and start struggling with that team is just, like, the energy that's given out to him. Like, Jalen Ramsey, he was doing good on the Jaguars. And then he started doing worse. And once he got traded to the Rams, it, like, he kind of revived his career. Like, this year he's been playing yeah. really good for I mean, the Rams. He, he, like, he, it took him a while, though. Like, last year on the Rams, he didn't do much. But this year he has definitely revived his career. I mean, I don't think it was it's ever just, like, dead, he's you know? different it, environment. He was just kind of – like, he wasn't the best corner in the league anymore. The thing about corners is – the like, hardest position to play. Yeah, it's inconsistent all the time. Like one year you'll have an amazing year, and this, year, and another year you'll you'll be down here. Like we'll talk about it later. Like Stefan Gilmore is not. Yeah, the same year we'll talk about that year. definitely. I was I was thinking of Stefan Gilmore as soon as we started thinking about talking about corners. But uh, they also have the goat on their team. You know, Rodrigo Blankenship. He is the goat, <laughs> best kicker in the in NFL history already. <laughs> Already, you know, the Colts have a history of having the best NFL kickers, yeah. Adam Benetieri, and now, and, yeah. now. and then, well, the uh, defense is the main talk, the offense is not, you know, not any any worse. They have probably the best offensive line in football, and, you know, it was between them, the Eagles, and Cowboys, yeah. but you know, then the Eagles and Cowboys all lines just became trash. But I mean, a, a lot of it's due to injury, but not all of it. I would still say, yeah. I would say the Colts have the best in the league now. Uh, you know, Quinn, Quinn Nelson has been a great pickup for him, and it's sad to see that Andrew Luck yeah. retire early. I yeah, imagine I, I always imagine now. This, this team with Andrew Luck. I wouldn't be surprised if they were uh, flawless with the Steelers as well. I think they would be Super. Bowl I think they already are honestly. Super Bowl contenders. But Andrew Luck, they would be like Super Bowl definitely <laughs> Super yeah. Bowl favorites. But um. Um, I think Philip Rivers he's isn't bad. Way past his play. He's a good um the thing about if you see a lot of great defenses defenses, like you look at the Steelers, they have great uh play managers or like, yeah, yeah, great play or clock managers at their quarterback spot. Like Big Ben's not the greatest quarterback, yeah. but he's a good good um clock manager and he's has smart IQ and that's the same thing with Philip Rivers. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Well, well recently. Yeah. Last year recently. it was not a good year for him. He was just trying to force too many balls, too many overthrows. Just his accuracy just took a dip, and I think a lot of that was due to the offensive line that the Chargers had at the time. And now with a good offensive line, he's kind of been able to improve without having so much pressure in his face. You know. I agree. Um, Jonathan he's Taylor not playing sadly, and you got COVID. He's on. He's, he's not on playing this week. List. So it'll be the Naheem Naheem That's Hines tough. show. Naheem Hines is not a bad running back at all he's a very good back he's, he's, yeah, he's a, good he's, he's a back. very good receiving back and even as a rusher he's still like serviceable the titans um is going to be the same thing that i thought with the bills and chargers they match yeah, up very also, evenly like both have both have good defenses both have good offenses but i think i feel like the titans just been like yeah, slowing no, down especially ever since they got their first l They've kind of been slowing down. But also, one more thing about the Colts is they their receiving core. Very good mix of oh, yeah, young and old people. You know, Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman, plus T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has definitely regressed a lot, but he could, he'll still help develop the young guys. This is the last year of his contract, probably his last year in Indianapolis as well. So, we'll see where he goes after that. But Yeah, that also, that also, uh, that also, uh, oh, that also opens up a spot. For a big contract for somebody, yeah. though. Paris Campbell has been injured this year, which sucks. And then, 
Yeah, he, he had a pretty yeah. good year last year. So they they got a pretty good tight end as well. Jack Doyle, Trey Burton, you know, Mr. Philly special. They got Mo Ali <laughs> Cox. He's all right. I mean, they just have a bunch of, like, average tight ends. But, you know, if you have – but yeah, they have a bunch of average ones. And I don't I don't know about their blocking, though. I haven't watched a lot of Colts games, but I don't know. Having a bunch of average tight ends must be good for the running game. I don't know how good good blockers yeah. they are though, so I don't know. Okay, Titans. I think offensively, we already know much about him. I feel like AJ Brown's having a. Yeah, if he wasn't injured, year. he would his numbers would be up there with like GK Metcalf and people. I think I still think AJ Brown is the better receiver. He had a better rookie year, and I feel like if he was healthy this whole year, he would like his numbers would be a lot higher. And also the fact that Derrick Henry gets fed the ball minimum 30 times a game <laughs> doesn't help his numbers. <laughs> but I think the thing yeah, think... is about the Titans offense is that when Derrick Henry cannot get going, they struggle. And I think that exactly. if the Colts can load the box and just have their corners play good man coverage, they could win this game and get a serious sweep against the Titans. And I do think that is what is going to happen. I feel like if Ryan Tannehill performs uh, at least decently or at least good, then I think the Titans have it. Because if Ryan Tannehill opens up the pass game, that's what gets Derrick Henry going. Because a lot of times when you don't see Derrick Henry going, it's because the pass yeah. game is not going. I don't know. I, I disagree. I just think that the Colts defense is just – they're gonna, they're gonna be they, even without loading the box too much. Their linebackers are just gonna like they could have Darius Leonard. He could, I feel like one on one, he could tackle Derek Derrick Henry. And I think that they'll just shut him down and hold him to probably like under four yards per carry. And fantasy owners will definitely be uh, crying. I think I would have to. I don't think the Titans' defense is as elite as the Colts' defense. They're they're like yeah. average. They're yeah, above they average, have, I would say. Clowney was not a good signing, and they just kind Clowney of have no pass rush. Not good. Linebacker core is all right. They got Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, and then their secondary is all right as well. I would say. You know, Malcolm Butler. He had like one good game against the Bills. And other than that, not much. Kevin Byard still a very good safety, one of the best in the league. Um, I couldn't even tell you who the second corner is. I can't think of yeah. it off the top of my head. Um, I would. I'm gonna have to go with the Colts here because I feel like their defense is just gonna help them yeah. win the game. Even if Phil River doesn't play a great game, they still have a running back who can help out a lot, and he can make plays out of the backfield, like quick screens or quick little bubbles for yeah. Philip River, so he doesn't have to worry about throwing deep at all. I just think their defense is going to carry them to this yeah, one, to be I, honest. I, I agree. I agree. I think that if the, and especially if the Colts offense shows up like it did last week against the Packers, I think that they could definitely take this game. And I think they'll also ride the hype of last week's win into this game. You know, at home. I don't well, know if the, there's going to be fans at yeah. all, but either way. I think the Colts have, like, Colts have fans, but yeah. there's not a lot. Okay, I think, um, yeah, next oh, game. The, cor- the Titans have Adoree Jackson. and Oh, yeah, they got Desmond, Desmond King. I forgot about that. So, they have a pretty solid secondary. Definitely need that. So, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think Philip Rivers is going to throw a lot of short yeah, passes. That's kind of definitely try to get his running game. Because I, I don't think he's going to be able to be accurate with those yeah. type of corners. I, 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 I think it'll be a close game. But I think the Colts' defense, even their special teams, has been playing phenomenal this year. They've just been good all around. And when their offense shows up, that's when they really dominate. And they just need it to show up for this game. And I think this game will determine who wins at the AFC South as well. Yeah. Like if... Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to – I'm going with the Colts. I think the Colts yeah, are going to win. I wouldn't say by a lot, but I definitely think it's going to be a defensive yeah. battle. Okay, next game, Panthers-Vikings. This is an interesting game. I think this will be pretty high scoring as well. So one blow to the Vikings is, is Adam Thielen is not playing. But also – Is PJ Walker um, playing? Or I cannot tell you. Teddy Bridgewater. I think no matter who is playing, they will have a field day against this 
very lackluster, the very lackluster uh, corners the Vikings have. Their corner. Um, thing about the thing about the Vikings is their corners um are not very good, but their safeties yeah. are good. Like they have Harrison, Harrison Smith, Smith's amazing. Harris is also very good, but they both of yeah, them play they, pretty they, good. They always play very good, like under the radar. But even I think that they they're gonna get beat on a lot of like short routes, and like in in man they're gonna get beat a lot. Like I just think about week one, that was a not a good debut for their corners because like they got Mike Hughes, they kept him. He's been not too great. Jeff Gladney they drafted. He's also been not too great, but like I wouldn't be like saying oh he's a bust because you know corner takes time to develop and to learn to play it, especially at the NFL, like, converting from college to NFL level. But the the Panthers, with the weapons they have, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Court Curtis Samuel, no McCaffrey, but Mike Davis is a very good backup. They just – I agree. think that they're just going to carve apart that Vikings offense. Maybe not so much in the run game, but definitely in the pass game. And I think if they had CMC, this game would be a lot more one-sided than – then I think it's going to be, but I still think it'll be a fairly close game. Mike, Mike Davis, for how big he is, he actually is, is very shifty as yeah. a running back, and he's pretty good in the receiving. Like he's pretty, like he's decent, but he's no. The Panthers, I personally don't think Dallin Cooks can have as big a game as people would think because the Panthers' D line is actually yeah. Derek very, Brown very has been playing very good. Brian Burns can get outside runs very well. He is just phenomenal, but I th- I'm pretty sure I'm I'm reading what ESPN saying and it's saying that it's most likely Teddy Bridgewater starting this yeah, week. Yeah, that's even better for them, I think. <sighs> One thing about Teddy Bridgewater is he he's actually a good playmaker. Like he makes plays, yeah. but the same thing. Who was I talking about? The same thing I was talking about with the Chargers is. They he just their offense just struggles to close out yeah. games like against the Chiefs, he just struggled to close that I game think out. Matt Rule though, yeah. the new coach, has been doing a phenomenal job, and he definitely is the coach. Now they just gotta he just gotta build around what they've already started because like I don't think anyone expected them to do as good this year like any good this year. No one expected them to be no. like uh, make a make the playoffs, and they still I mean they still have a chance very slim to make the playoffs, but. They just – all of their games have been close, and they've been competitive with the best of the best teams. Yeah, I agree. And the thing – so uh, their wide receiving core is actually really good. Like, DJ Moore, these past couple weeks yeah, have been Robbie, really Robbie Anderson like, was in the beginning of the year was the main main guy, and now it's kind of shifted more towards DJ Moore. So, they're both that, number one receivers, basically. And then Curtis Samuel is a very good number two, but he doesn't even need to be a number two because they, they have – I like what he, I like what they've been doing with them. Like they've been using yeah, them to very because they know how fast he is. But like I, I think they've been really using him extremely well to his strengths. Because if you look in a if you look in the past years, his catching hasn't been the greatest, but he's been just, he's been one of the fastest people on the on the on the field. So I really like what they've been doing, putting him at running back, utilizing his. They speed definitely more. have one of the best wide receiving cores in the league, like up there with like the Bucks and the Browns. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even – I wouldn't, yeah. like, if someone called this the best receiving core in the league, I wouldn't, like, disagree that much. Because, I honestly, I don't know who I could say is better. I mean, the Bucks have been very good. They're I think just, they're just – Antonio Brown has been playing good for the Bucks. We'll talk more about this later. But, like, he's been he's been a pretty good number three role. But they also do have Scotty Miller as well. But I think they're just too – I think the thing about the Panthers is just a little too young to say they're yeah. the best right now. I'm, Robbie Anderson must be so happy to get out of New York, come here, and just have the season of his <laughs> career, the best season of his career so far. Honestly. DJ Moore is having a very good yep. year. Like, they're just – the amount of young talent in Carolina is insane. And the future for this team is very bright. Just next year – I think for the – I think for the Vikings – Um. I don't think their defense will be able to contain Carolina's offense. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't really – if Kirk Cousins has another game like he did last week, then I I can see it being a close game. Yeah. But if not, I don't see it being I, a close I think game. it'll be close just because, like, the Carolina defense has been 
you know, it's been average, but they pretty much a lot of this, a lot of the people starting on that defense are rookies, and they just got to give them time, you know. And I think after, yeah, I, I think next year will be the Panthers' year to make a run for the playoffs, try to win the NFC South, because I think Drew Brees, this is his last ride. Tom Brady, he's he's at least going for at least one more year, and I don't think that he'll be able to come back next year and play at the same level. The Bucks team is very good. It's just a lot of their best players are very old. They, They're going to yeah, win now. They really mode. are. But the Carolina is in the opposite, where they have, like, no old players. Like, if you look at their team, like, a lot of the older players are, like, not even their good players. Like, like the only, like, old and good players they have is, like, Trey Boston, like, Shaq Thompson. To hear, I mean, to hear Whitehead's all right. But a lot of the, I think I'm, so many of their players are just so young. This game, I I would go with yeah, Carolina because I'm, I'm going with Carolina as well. In I think I think their defense is better. I think their defense is a little better, and that's definitely yeah. going to help. I think overall their offense is going to be better because Adam Thielen's yeah. out, so that leaves Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson will probably be one on one with. Uh, he'll probably get double teamed a lot. I mean, and without him, they don't have yeah. much to go to. And then I don't think Dalvin Cook can carry this whole offense to a win. Especially with, I don't think, I don't think he's going to have a, as a great game as he, you know, he's expected yeah. to only because that D line is so good for Carolina. So I think Carolina's going to win it, but I definitely think it's going to be a close yeah, game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Next game, Cardinals Patriots. I don't think the Patriots have any reason to win this game. If, if they were, if they beat the Texans last week, their playoff chances would still be alive, but I just don't see the chances of them making it anymore. I think Kyle Murray's going to torch up. Yeah, the defense. way he the way he's been playing, he's definitely for me the second, like second up for MVP behind Mahomes. If if Mahomes wasn't so efficient, like he has two turnovers the whole year, and Kyler Murray has had more than that in just one game. I think that if Mahomes like was more turnover prone, like Kyler Murray is a little bit, like he's thrown like eight picks or so and had a few fumbles this year. I'd say that Kyler Murray would be the front runner, just because I feel like rushing touchdowns and rushing yards as a QB is a lot like more, more, most like MVP, like better for MVP votes and shit than it is than like strictly passing uh, touchdowns and everything. Just look at Lamar last season. Yeah, I mean he led the league in passing touchdowns as well. So, but like still, I don't know. I just think the thing about Mahomes two turnovers. Is that's including fumbles? Yeah, he's yeah, he had zero about. fumbles and two picks this whole year, but but the Chiefs are just clicking like 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 the season never ended. Like literally, right? This is the like the first game of the year was right after the Super Bowl. They were all just ready. It's the same yeah. team. They just told they basically just said let's run yeah, it back. Literally, but the pet the Pats have been struggling. People want Cam Newton's head, and I do not understand why. Like, yeah, he's not been playing the best. But he hasn't. He's still been playing better than half the quarterbacks in the league. Like I would still take him over Teddy Bridgewater and Kirk Cousins. I don't know about Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I don't know. I think I would take. I mean, I think depending I would take on Teddy the Bridgewater. offense. Think about if you have a run-heavy offense, Cam Newton. But if it's a pass-heavy offense, I would go Teddy Bridgewater. But I don't know. Cam Newton on the ground is just still so good. But when he's locked down on the ground, he struggles because he is not the best passer. He's never been the best passer. If you look up through his career, especially during his Auburn days, it's his athleticism that's made him such a good quarterback. Like, now that his athleticism is starting to die down a little bit as he's getting older, he has to worry more about his arm, and his arm's never been a strong suit. So now it's starting to show that, like, he's not (laughs) the greatest passer. Like, ever since his shoulder surgery, he he struggles with his throwing mechanics. And a lot of times you see the ball come up short or like yeah. hit the ground before it Especially even comes in the to the receiver. But you could also tell when he came back from after from getting COVID, he was just not playing as well. I think that had a big factor on his playing. But he's been he's been playing very good recently. Just not good enough to win games. Yeah, he he's not the greatest passing quarterback, but he's still he's, like, he's, just, he's still. I average. would say he's like on Lamar's level around there. And, like, if you look at his stats, but, don't do him justice. Yeah, he's, he has, like, four touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, but like he also has, touchdowns. like, nine rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's, like, tied for, like, second, I think, yeah, second or third. Versus Kyler. He's, I think he's tied with uh, 
I can't remember who who else has a lot of rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. As a quarterback? I'm trying to think. I can't uh, think right off the top of my head. The only person I would think is Lamar, to be honest. No, I think Lamar I has like has a seven lot. or something around there. No, I definitely can't think off the top of my head. I, I remember he was but, tied with somebody. Or I might have just – I don't remember, but whatever, it's fine. But – I don't know. But, um, I don't think that he'll play well enough because the Cardinals, are, they have a decent secondary. They have what I think is the new best strong safety in the league, Buda Baker. Oh, I love Buda he's Baker. such a nice I love Buda Baker. And he's always been underrated. There's something in my yeah, this is He's he's a young, super young, um, super young safety, and he's already one of the, starting to blossom to be one of the better ones. Yeah, I agree. And then they got, like, Pat but, he, He's kind of become burnt toast but like he's kind of he's definitely he's still above average i think it's just he gives up the big play a lot and his tackling has gotten a lot worse like what thing about the Cardinals is they're pretty young so you know it's gonna take a couple years yeah i don't i didn't expect him to be this good better but i think kyle murray has just been a monster like their their wide receiver core definitely one of the better better ones in the league they got d hop Larry Fitz still producing. He's not I mean, obviously yeah, he he's not as good as he once was. He's old. He just kind of catches a lot of screen passes. Like notice that. He, he still has some of the best hands yeah. in the league, though. I think D Hop is the best in the but, league. I think Julio. He's. I think his his like his crown has been taken. I just think Devontae Adams. Nah, I, he's he's second. If, you, if you're telling me, if you're telling, if you want to make a discussion between new second between Julio and Devontae Adams, you know I would. I would think that's a reasonable discussion. I think Devontae is the second best. I think Julio is taking a step back. He was injured this year. He's still playing very good, just not up to his normal standards. He's he's number three for me. And then Michael Thomas, I, he, he's been injured, and then he hasn't been doing much on the field other than this last week. He's definitely taking a step back. So we'll talk about that later. I think Kyle, I think Kyle Murray – I think their offense is better than the Patriots. Like they have a good run game with Rex Burkhead, which I'm pretty sure yeah, we got injured. injured. But Damian Harris, so James has White, been, he has been a beast. Yeah, he's from he's been he's been a beast. Almost any running back from Alabama is a beast, but he's still been. And then they got good. Sony Michelle still. He just came back. I haven't seen. Yeah. If I was the Patriots this offseason, I would look to trade. Like a Sony Michelle, because yeah. you don't need four running backs. Well, like James White, Rex Burkhead are virtually the same running back. I think James Damian White Harris, Sony Michelle. But you gotta also gotta think about it. James White is yeah. older. And Rex Rex Burkhead is younger, so it's like what yeah, do you I want would, your team? I would trade James White. I yeah, you don't even need three good running backs, but with the way they run the ball, they probably do. Unless they pick up a very good passing QB. But even then, their running back by committee thing, they should probably have three quality ones. How many wins do they have this four. year? They're four and six right now. So let's just say they can say, let's tank and lose the rest of the games. They could they could possibly get Justin Justin Fields with a high draft pick. Yeah. I mean, there's always people who like aren't like projected to be like high first round picks like Kyle Trask and the people like them. They could always get like there's a lot. The QBs in this draft are like insane. Because there's there's Justin yeah, Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, like the top, like the top, most three known ones, and then there's also just a ton of more that I couldn't even tell you the name of. Only one I know is Kyle Trask. I don't know, there's like Mac Wilson or something. I don't remember his name. I don't know. I don't know how what year he is. He's either a sophomore or a junior. But Sam Howell from the um, North Carolina, yeah. he's been he's been playing lights out like this. This recent game against Notre Dame, he didn't play amazing, but I also he got sacked like five times, yeah. six times. So the pressure was unreal for him. But I think Sam Howell is a high quality quarterback. He's from North Carolina. I think he's a high quality quarterback, but I think the Patriots at this point should just start thinking. Yeah, try to get a high draft pick. Game, and I think Bill Belichick knows that. As much as as much as Bill hates it and the Patriots are gonna hate it, or Patriots fans are gonna hate it. They're I think at this point it's just time to tank. <laughs> They're not used to it, but I think um I think the uh, Cardinals are gonna win this one pretty not easily, but they yeah they're I think win. it'll they'll always if, the Patriots will never really get blown out except for when their quarterback throws like three picks a game. 
<laughs> so I think. But I do believe. I think it's time to tank. I think it'll Patriots. be fairly fair. Like it won't be. It'll be like fairly one sided, but not too much. But I think the Cardinals definitely got it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Kenyon Drake. Yeah, Kenyon Drake came back last week, so he'll be back. He'll probably yeah. run over them because they haven't really had a run defense this year, like at all. No. And then even. The only thing that the only thing that's good about them is their, their secondary. secondary. They got Casey um, Jackson, uh, Jonathan Jones. They it's just filled up with young, talented players. Like J.C. Jackson is playing; he's yeah. like leading the league in picks, which like I wouldn't say that makes him like the best corner in the league. Obviously, because like just because you're picking the ball a lot doesn't make you the best corner. Because like the best corner in the league could have zero picks because he just doesn't get targeted. You know what I mean? So like, exactly. But he's definitely been playing. Really, yeah, because really you got to think about it. You got to think about it. Stephon Gilmore is on the other side, so you're trying to throw it to this exactly. guy. So you like, know, Gilmore. Gilmore is not like. I wouldn't. I like. I feel like the bar was set too high for him because last year he had one of the best um, years of like any corner ever, and I feel like this, the standards are too high. And you could just definitely tell he's regressed. He's also Honestly, been getting flagged a lot for PI. I've noticed that, and no, it's it's hard yeah. for a corner to have two back to back outstanding yeah, exactly. years. But I mean, I'd still say he's a top five corner though. Maybe not the best in the league anymore. I'd say Jalen uh, Ramsey's probably taking that. Yeah, I think I think um, I think the Cardinals are definitely going to win this. I definitely think Kyle Murray's going to have a big yeah. game. Okay, next game is interesting. Dolphins Jets. Tua is most likely not playing because he jammed his thumb in practice. <laughs> <laughs> he also got benched for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, not Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. at the end of the game. People thought like it was very confusing for how he got benched, but it was. Due to like a little into to the, how uh, Bradley Chubb sacked him, but mostly due to performance issues. Yeah, he was struggling. The Broncos, they 100%. their season may have been ruined by injuries and Drew Locke regressing a lot, but they have been upsetting a lot of teams. I'll say that much. <laughs> they upset the Pats and Dolphins in like three in the three week span or whatever. Or no, it was way longer than that. Never mind, but. They've been all right so far this year. They upset the Chargers definitely in that last minute comeback. On the Dolphins facing the yeah. Jets. Oh, dude, <laughs> I think this is an easy win. Not an easy win, but I think it's a clear win for the uh, yeah, Dolphins because the Jets are in a clearly, clearly tanky. Yeah, zero and ten. You know, or first team eliminated from playoff contention. Pretty tanky. But so I think I definitely think Ryan Fitzpatrick starting this week. Which when Tua started, I didn't agree with. Yeah, they really should have kept Fitzpatrick for the rest of the year and just improve that O line with a draft. I'm pretty sure they have. I'm not sure how many first round picks they have. I know they had a few last year. I don't know if they had more this year, but I don't think they do. But Ryan Fitzpatrick hasn't even been playing bad. Like he's actually been playing very well. Pretty good for his age. He's he's never been like a super elite quarterback, but he's just playing good for him. The Dolphins' defense is very yeah. underrated. I think That's they have like a very a top, solid like defense. They defense, have um, top. their cor- their their secondary is very elite. Byron they have Jones, um, Xavier Howard, Jones, Xavier Howard, very, yeah. two very elite quarterbacks. They, have they got I don't remember the top of my head. Kayvon Frazier, Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe. They got a few. Yeah, yeah Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe's a he's not a bad corner. They have a decent linebacking core. Kyle Van Noy is a do-it-all guy. Andrew Van Ginkle's all right. Um, Jerome Baker, Shaq Lawson, I'm pretty sure is on the team. Oh, he's playing the end. He's listed at the end. But Emmanuel Ogba has been having a very good year as well. And Chris, Christian Wilkins been, yeah, has been I all think right as well. They both, uh, they both, they both been playing very well. Their D line has been getting a lot of pressure for yeah. them, which has definitely been a success. Because when you when you get a lot of D line pressure and you have very yeah. solid corners, it causes a yeah. lot of turnovers, and we've been seeing that recently. Especially in the Rams game, no picks, but they had like three forced fumbles, and a lot of them were just covered fumbles. Because he Jared Goff is just in the pocket too long, because no one's getting open. I definitely think the Dolphins. Yeah, they're going to take it pretty easy. Uh, Last time they gonna... faced the Jets, they beat them twenty four to zero in a shutout. I think uh, Jets have Joe Flacco starting. That's yeah, all you gotta say. I think about it'll it. just be a very similar game. Next game right. is 
Browns Jags. This is gonna be a blowout, oh, I think. They got uh, <sighs> Mike Glennon starting at QB. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, the Jags are just set up for failure here. Nick Chubb is gonna have a field day. Kareem Hunt's probably gonna have a field day as well. Honestly, if you're a fantasy owner and you have Nick Chubb, start him. Even Kareem Hunt, I wouldn't off. be surprised if yeah. he goes off as well. I'm I'm expecting Baker to throw maybe uh, yeah, yeah that's maybe 15 passes. I don't expect them to pass the ball at all. I'm not expecting them to pass the ball. I'm sure it'll be complete because their corners. CJ Henderson has been all right, but that's about it. I think I'm pretty sure Miles Garrett comes back this week from yeah. uh, COVID. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure he does. He's gonna have a yeah. The Browns will move up to eight and three, and honestly. I think the Browns might end this year with a better record than the Ravens. They're... They face yeah, the Ravens I think that, next week. You know, the first the Browns are a weird team. They play good against every single team, and then the Steelers and Ravens they got blown out. Yeah, like you can't say the Browns don't face good competition, or at least at least they don't perform against good yeah, teams because we Colts. beat the Colts, beat. and they. They 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 did they didn't have um, Darius Leonard, but still overall that's a yeah. very solid defense, and we beat them. And they they're like Kevin Stefanski has just turned this team around. And I, I think we give I think you give the Browns two more years, and we're gonna be yeah very nice. A lot of young talent. Like, like they're Nick Chubb. Yeah, this is only his third year. Only his third year. Third or, third or fourth year. Right now, fourth year. Baker, Baker. A lot of people like to hate on Baker, but it's another thing with like the quarterback situation. This is only his third year, and another thing is this is his yeah. third offense. So he had to learn three different NFL offenses. My only problem with Baker, he does too many commercials. Got to chill on those. <laughs> but the Jags, they it's just don't have money, much. Bro. They got they got an undrafted gem, James Robinson, best rookie running back without a doubt. And he's undrafted. But Browns, our D line, yeah, Browns yeah. D line is just yeah, going to shut. He's very good at uh, passing as well. Sheldon, I'll be honest with you, Sheldon Richardson has been, I wouldn't say a monster, yeah. but he's been a very good run stopper. Well, not he's been he's been average at run stopping, and he's been pretty average at um, pass rushing. I think his problem is he just he takes too many who's plays got, off sometimes. Who they got at linebacker? I know they have a. Uh... They lost Joe Schobert. He's actually on the Jags. Oh, um, Mac Wilson is an athletic monster. He's just young, so he has to mm-hmm. he has to develop a little more. He's like one of those picks you pick when his athleticism is what intrigues you because he's very yeah. he's very athletic at linebacker. He just needs to get you know his IQ a little up. And then last week, um, we had what is his name? It's like Tatuba, Tatuba or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pick six that. against the Eagles. Pick six against the Eagles. He's pretty athletic too. Like our linebacking core is extremely young. Jacob Phillips, Malcolm Smith, former Super Bowl MVP, Mac Wilson. I don't see this. Yeah, Mac Wilson's Mac Wilson's a starting middle linebacker, and the guy I'm talking about, he he plays he played like. I want to say 60% of the snaps on defense, he's not and he's a big special teamer. roster, so I'm confused. But whatever. They got solid corners. Yeah, Den- Denzel Ward, one of the best corners in the league, in my opinion. The thing about Denzel Ward yeah. is he bites He's a very good so tackler. Like, he's, a very, he's a very aggressive corner. He's an aggressive corner, but I'm pretty sure he's out this week. He's out this week due to uh, like a I don't groin think injury Garrett or something like that. Or like a calf strain. He's not on their roster. Yeah. Damn, that's tough. He's it. Yeah, he still but... might be quarantined for Corona. I don't know. I don't know what like the rules are for the NFL for that. It's been it's been almost two weeks now, so I don't know if that's the situation. Yeah. But Denzel Ward's not playing this weekend. And I think I think a problem we've been missing this year. Is we haven't yeah. had Greedy Williams, yeah, who was like an early second round injured. pick for us. And he's been injured Carl all Joseph season. And Ronnie Harrison at safety, and they're all, they're pretty good. Ronnie Harrison's from the Jags. Yeah. Harrison is actually Ronnie Harrison's actually one of our best tacklers. He's yeah. he's a very elite tackler. 
Like he makes he doesn't make a lot of tackles, but when they're if open, only this team still had Joe Schobert though. But he is on the Jags now, and make his return back to. Actually, I'm not sure if it's at home or not for the Browns. Yeah, it's at, uh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's at Jacksonville. But, uh, but I don't think yeah. it matters. I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Kareem Hunt, I, I mean, Nick Chubb just going to go. I think they just got to run it to the outside. So like, that's the best running back duo in the league. Dominate, because, like, in between the tackles, I don't know. I mean, they'll be able to get short gains in between the tackles. It's just the Jags have a very, like, they don't have much, but they have very good linebackers. They got Miles Jack. They got Joe Schobert. And they even have Josh Allen. I mean, he's a he's an end, but he he plays off the ball sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be able to stop him. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be much passing. I just think it's gonna be yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt Chubb. Thank you for watching the very first episode of the CNM Hotline. I hope you guys enjoyed. And sadly, we had to cut out some of the segments only because the audio got messed up and our voices started overlapping. But I hope you guys enjoyed. And our next episode comes out Wednesday where we talk about the results of some of these matchups. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode.